the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Bisberg. I'm your host, Mike Howard. This episode is sponsored by MGR CPA and Consultants. And the HUD honcho over there is in studio with me, Mike Radich. Mike, we've been waiting to get you in Bisberg for a long time. Uh it's been great to uh, be a part of it. Well, it was nice. So when we first, I think we first met at a networking event, and you said, one of these days, I'm going to be on the air with you. That was, that was the plan. <laughs> that was the plan, and you stuck with it. Sometimes it takes a little while. There's patience to be had. There's all kinds of stuff, and you're a, a smart grower of business type of thing, and that's what you help people do from the financial side, and we're going to talk a lot about that today, and I'm excited about it. Uh, yes, people, you can be excited about a show with talking CPA stuff. This is going to be good, right? I think so. I- <laughs> <laughs> got a couple things that people will be interested in. So how long have you been a, an official number cruncher, Mike? Well, this was my 18th tax season. So, 18th, all right. So I, I started out as an intern working for a professor in college. Uh, went to La Roche College, got my That's, undergrad there. Can I ask you where you did that? I've forgotten. And um, so I, my professor came up to me and said, hey, would you like to learn how to do this stuff? And that was kind of where I... If I can use the term, got bitten by the tax bug and yep. found out that I didn't necessarily have to reconcile cash and do book entries. And um, <laughs> and now that we've lost the entire audience, that's probably <laughs> nah. They're just they're riveted with every breath already. Oh, sure I can they tell. Are. Uh, again, Mike's website is mgrcpa.com. I got that right, right? Correct. Mgrcpa.com. So you can go there and find out more about him. Do you have a phone number you want to share with the folks? Sure. Uh, office lines four one two five zero three. Four zero eight zero four zero eight zero four one two five zero three four zero eight zero MGR CPA and consultants. We're in studio with Mike Radish. Now you said eighteen years, but I think your business is celebrating fifteen. So what was the first three years? So I have worked for um, local CPA firms. Uh, I also did a stint at an international firm. Did a stint in being a tax manager at a bank. So okay. I've kind of tried all aspects of it, yeah. uh, and basically what I figured out was is that I my favorite part of my job is my clients and getting to talk to them and, and what they need and how we can take something off of their plate so that they can focus on what they're good at. Mm-hmm. And then I'm focusing on all kind of like the back office stuff and the tax things, and we're, we're using the tax code to our advantage to uh, you know free up capital for other things. Yeah. How interesting has the last couple of tax seasons been in the midst of our pandemic, or in light of it, I should say? Well, it has been interesting in a number of of reasons. Uh, You know, the pandemic and and all the things that have happened with that, with the different SBA loans and the Mm -hmm. different uh, pandemic assistant payments, and then even the Pennsylvania uh, pandemic unemployment assistance for the people who are self-employed and things like that. that was really what kind of changed how we approached our clients because basically what was happening was we had all the stuff that we had never had before uh, and then they needed guidance on, you know, what does the bank need for this? What does the SBA need? How do we do this? How do we book this? How do we spend this money? And I was sitting there one day and I was like, wow, there's, there's really an opportunity here to take the client and show them what we can do 
and show that we're client focused. We're not transaction focused. When we right. when we accept a client or, or somebody comes in to talk to us, we're thinking of long term relationships. We're not thinking about doing you know, a tax return once a year, we're really looking to help people with their financial situation holistically. So mm-hmm. I'm a CPA, but I have a network of advisors that I work with. Um, and I also have some other additional certifications that allow me to get into what a client wants to do. Mm-hmm. And our mission motivation is helping people to invest their money where they want it to be. So first they have to get an understanding of where everything is. Mm-hmm. What are we doing for taxes? What are we doing for for business budgets? How are we paying people? Are we offering the right yeah. whatever? Oh, yeah. um, you know, we can kind of go down a rabbit hole and for the individuals too. So if you're just coming to me as an individual, um, you know, we pride ourselves on tax planning. If you come to me in January, I can tell you what's going to ha- what has happened by with what you have done. Mm-hmm. We encourage a proactive relationship where you're talking to me throughout the year, and we are planning on how to structure transactions because that can make a difference in how something looks on a tax return. You're more like a tax doctor, I think. You know, you might have uh, prescriptions that need to be. Uh, written out and blood pressure is taken. I'm, I'm being a little facetious here, but that medical kind of term, not just the the annual checkup thing, right? And that's it. We try to work with them all year long and to make sure that the money that they're investing with us is more than returned through savings planning, you know, through planned savings and just being able to walk away and focus on what they're good at. A lot of the times you get somebody who's in the real estate industry or the construction industry, they don't want to be a bookkeeper or they don't have that necessarily that skill set. Mm-hmm. Right. We do. So you go and do your thing because <laughs> you do it really, really well. Yeah. And we do what we do extremely well. And it becomes a way that you're freed up to bring in more business go for bigger business however you want to do that but we're also trying to mitigate those taxes in the in the short term and in the long term um through any number of planning methods right you're listening to bizberg i'm your host mike howard in studio with today's sponsor mike radich of mgr cpa and consultants find them at mgrcpa.com phone number is 412-503-4080 that's 412-503-4080 you brought this term up i'm going to jump to it right now and that is this kind of back office or third party cfo i like that explain what what that might mean to someone that's uh, in business but maybe never even heard that phrase so a lot of times when you have a small company a lot of our clients are younger businesses Mm -hmm. smaller businesses They don't necessarily have the cash flow to support a full-time person in there that is doing all the CFO kind of things. So, you know, we're talking about sometimes it's as simple as we're taking care of our, you know, our clients send us their bills. Mm -hmm. We pay the bills for them, make sure that they're current on everything. We're dealing with, you know, their insurance people kind of just providing that buffer of, you know, they need to be out doing what they need to do. So we're handling the financial ship behind the scenes. Like the financial ship. Sounds good. 
Okay, so you've been doing this for 15 years at MGRCPA, but that's not all you've been doing for 15 years. You are a family man as, as well. Care to tell us a little about your family side? Sure. The, the family, Mike. The family, Mike. The uh, <laughs> So my wife, Mandy, and I, we've been married. Uh, it'll be 10 years this year. Been together for 12. Well, happy anniversary if I miss it. Thank you. <laughs> it, the uh, We have two kids. We have Ben, who's in second grade. I love that name. I always and, wanted a Benjamin. Yeah, well, that's what we did. We uh, <laughs> we were kind of, we were between names, and, and when he was born, I just looked at him, and I said to my wife, I said, he's Benjamin. And yeah, Benjamin never, Radich. It sounds good. We never uh, never regretted that decision. Yeah, that's and a good we, one. We have our, uh, our five-year-old, uh, what I call a firecracker, is Allie. She is... Um, she, I think every dad needs one of those I, just to keep us. She in keeps check me honest. Oh yeah, um, she knows how to pull the heartstrings too. Oh man! So she's she's young and she's cute. And she <laughs> she walked up to me this morning as as I was you know taking them to school this morning. Mm-hmm. She goes, "You're my best friend," and I'm thinking to myself, "I love you, but boy, what did you do? What am I going to find out?" <laughs> oh, that's great. So, how do you ever see your? cpa side of you creeping into the dad side of you well i think one of the things that i've seen throughout you know the years that i've been in business is there's a lot of times that people have just never been given financial direction and it could be as simple as they've never thought about budgeting and i know that that's sometimes a bad word it's really (laughs) not but you know you kind of want to again be proactive you want to be moving in front of things, not getting run over from it later. Yeah. So I think I do a lot of that with the kids in terms of just talking to them about, you know, they're at that age now where we're kind of working through the chores and getting a mm-hmm. commission or an allowance, whatever you want right. to call it, you know, and, you know, we talk about the importance of, you know, basic money management. So, you know, it's not always <laughs> extremely interesting, but it's it's the importance of giving. You know, if, if we're going to give you, you know, uh, money for doing these things, then, you know, 10% goes to the church and you need to save a little bit for later. And then not only that, you know, but there's stuff that you want now and that's great, you know, but teaching them kind of how money works from a young age, um, but also just – they've gotten to see some things in me owning my own business Mm -hmm. that I think gives them a different perspective on stewardship and just in general. So, you know, I look at it stewardship as, you know, time, talents and treasure. So we, you know, we do the money thing, but Mm -hmm. you know, I'm also stewarding my staff. I'm stewarding with my clients and, and trying to make sure that, um, you know, they are making, wise financial decisions that you know a lot of the conversations that we have involve you know with my kids or with my clients is what do you want what what are you shooting for like and it doesn't have to be anything you know over the top right but it's just more of a situation of what what does it look like for you to be successful Mm -hmm. and your definition is going to be different than ours oh man yeah and and i try to impress upon that with my kids that you know as you know in financial situations in business situations we have a responsibility to manage well and if we don't do that we own it and we try to do better next time 
I'm your host, Mike Howard, here on BizBerg. We are in studio with Mike Radich of MGR CPA and Consultants. You can find Mike's website at mgrcpa.com or give him a buzz at 412-503-4080. So let me take you back again just one time here. Three years you were working for various firms. What was it that made you go at it on your own? You know, it's it's funny. A lot of the times our industry is as CPAs, you know, we sometimes we miss the mark on certain things when we when we kind of are a big conglomerate in terms of just not hearing our clients or thinking that we know better than our clients. Um, And just because I know tax law and finances doesn't necessarily know that I mean that I know what's best for you. Mm -hmm. Um, But I would get frustrated in situations where I felt like we weren't doing a great job of serving our clients. Mm -hmm. Um, And whether that is, you know, pushing them towards an answer that they weren't comfortable with. Uh, The other thing is a lot of the times I think it's easy when you do it every day to just say, I know what I'm talking about. Just listen to me. Mm -hmm. Well, that's not really a great way for them to be stewarding their money. If they're spending money, for my advice and i'm saying well i said so i mean that's you know going back to the kids you know i'm sitting there with somebody who's who's a smart person and i just think sometimes we get lost in hitting certain metrics that don't necessarily mean a lot such as the billable hour you know a lot Mm -hmm. of times cpas bill like lawyers we try not to do that we have a structure for that it's not our preferred structure because we find that it perf- it puts a barrier between the clients and us when they're sitting there and they're thinking, if I need to call Mike, it's going to cost me X amount of dollars. Yes. You know, so we try to do away with that. And some people are comfortable with that model and we, and we don't want to shy them away from using us. Um, it just it all depends. But yeah. We don't do a great job sometimes of, of explaining what needs to be done and why something sounds like a great idea but is it yeah and i remember in in our discussions and uh prepping for even your radio commercial that we would do and we talked about that type of thing that uh you know it's that more collaborative style it's we're not looking at people to drop off their taxes pick them up and leave a check it is that more relational more uh, interactive with each other and you want them to understand and they've said that to you I, I like that he explains to me exactly what we're doing versus that can you elaborate a little more on that yeah i think a lot of it has to deal with you know when you when you have an idea particularly for somebody um that's that's relatively new to business i have a a client relatively new to business and new to me um and you know he's awesome at what he does he's a landscaper does great job and but nobody has ever sat down and talked to him like what should you be what kind of entity should you be should you Mm -hmm. be a sole proprietor and just you know kind of go out on your own or do you want to be something else and so what we've kind of been doing with him in addition to just kind of going over what like from a personal standpoint Mm -hmm. doing a personal budget also from a business perspective doing a business budget we did an analysis on hey if we switched you to this kind of entity for tax purposes this is what we believe that we can save you you know the person that owns this business is is younger so there's opportunities for 
retirement savings and also tax savings mm-hmm. that are more important to people who are in their 20s, 30s, and 40s than they might be to somebody who's in their 50s, 60s, or 70s. Right. Well, you mentioned a younger business, and the question popped up in my mind before we even came in the studio, and I'm like, what do business startups typically forget that you have to fix or handle or help them with? What what advice could you give someone right now that's maybe in this process, or they have a relative, a spouse, or someone that's in it, you say, don't forget to, or make sure you don't... I think one of probably the biggest things is if you if you are going to try to be a business and there's any number of ways that you can set that up, one of the biggest things is don't use your personal checking account as your business checking account because what happens is – I learned that. Yeah. yeah it, it just – it complicates things and if for some reason you would go under audit, it just creates additional complications. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's always easier to start out – doing things so you know starting out keeping track of your expenses and income having a bank account having kind of like a general idea of what you know procedures are for you know if somebody comes in and pays how are we how are we taking that payment right who in my company if it's more than just one person who should have authorizations to write checks what checks and balances should we have so that you know heaven forbid something happens where somebody does something that they shouldn't or misappropriate funds like we catch it quickly mm-hmm. um and it's kind of again it's each situation is different um and that's why we kind of custom build client plans just to kind of walk through that kind of stuff but what happens is people sometimes are so busy in the business of being in business that mm-hmm. there's that stuff I mean, let's face it, sitting down and doing a budget and sitting down and reconciling your checking account, you could probably be out working at whatever you're doing. So if you're if you're a landscaper, you know, you could spend that time each month doing another yard or another, uh, you know, piece of property for somebody. Uh, or it's if you're in real estate, you could be showing different houses or you could be, you know, developing different properties. But it's so important. It's It's like the, you know. Jesus talks about the the man who built his house on sand versus the rock. Yep. And it doesn't matter what – it doesn't have to be highly sophisticated. Right. But it needs to be well – like a, a good foundation. Right. Foundation is the key. Absolutely. It's exactly right. And it's always easier to do it because you're – if you say, well, there'll be a time that I won't be as busy or there'll be a time where I can sit down and do this, I, I got news for you. It never – if your business is going in the right direction, you're never going to be less busy. I used to uh, do this a lot with our sales uh, managers when I was a seller in the hotel business because we were dealing with pretty big contracts with big conventions. And I sat down with them one time and I said, my time basically to you, not to me. You're not paying me this. I get that. But my time to you is 500 bucks an hour for the budget you've given me and what I'm selling. I said, so do you want me to do 10 hours of data entry a week? Or do you want to pay someone 30000 a year because I'm going to go get another three or four $30,000 contracts? And I think that's how someone like a landscaper or whatever has got to look at it. What is my time worth? Mm-hmm. And and the investment they would pay you, which and that's just one issue. You can help them with a whole bunch of other things as well, right? And so if they're investing that in you, that's going to come back to maybe save them money but also free them up to make more money and find more business. Well, and we're not shy to say about something – you know, being successful is not about having all the answers. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes people think that... That's a great quote. 
you know, I think <laughs> I'm sure I read it somewhere. Uh, I can tell you it's not original. Someone will Google it and send it to us. That's fine. Um, so, but you have a situation where, um, you know, you, you, how do I want to say this? You're, you're building, you're building the foundation and part of the foundation is, is that you don't necessarily need to have all the answers. You can go to somebody else that has the answers. Mm -hmm. So you might come to me with a question that maybe is better answered with a, from a lawyer or a certified financial planner or somebody else. Right. I have a network of people that I trust, you know, to do, you know, a lot of the times when I send a client, I say, Hey, look, I don't really know a whole heck of a lot about this, but I'm going to send you to this guy over here. Chances are 99.9% of the time, right. it's somebody I use for that because it's not an area of my expertise. Right. Yeah. Um, well, it's the same thing. You have that. They should have that. Everyone should have that. And you've got trusted advisors and friends. And that's why I know you you, you love our uh, Three Rivers Leadership Program because that's a trusted advisor group, a peer group. And it's the same type, type thing. You have your peer group of people that you'll pull in to help your clients. And that's how business people really have to look at it. You can't do this thing on your own. No, it's, it, it's a it's a multi-person team yeah. because there are different considerations. You know, and I don't. I know some stuff about legal, just by nature of what I do. But I'm not a lawyer, and I certainly don't want to pretend to be one either, (laughs) or on TV or anything else. No, nothing at all. (laughs) I have my little niche, and I'm happy there. Hey, I want to ask you about this. You are the chairman of the Federal Tax Committee of the PA Institute of CPAs. Did I say that right? Yeah. So what's that mean? So (laughs) I am. So the chairman is a two-year term, and if they ask me to serve two more years that would be great but basically what what i get the opportunity to do is it's me and probably 50 other cpas around the state we get together uh there was a time with reckless abandon we met in person and (laughs) back in the day back in the day and we had lunch together (laughs) oh heaven forbid oh my goodness it was (laughs) chaos it was yeah and um so now a lot of that we do digitally just kind of Mm -hmm. like everybody else does but we get together and we talk about stuff um, you know, it gives me the opportunity once a year, I get to go down to DC and hang out with, uh, you know, some folks, the, the, and listen to the, uh, commissioner of the IRS talk and some mm-hmm. of his people and kind of get an understanding of what's going on there. Uh, and the nice thing about that is too, like a lot of the times when there are, um, pending matters coming, you know, the state boards of accountancy, are asked to kind of step in and, and give an opinion on that. And that's an opportunity mm-hmm. for us to kind of say, hey, here's what we think. So, uh, you know, a big example of that would be uh, there was a lot of rigmarole around the end of last year about, well, if I got my PPP loan forgiven, can I deduct the expenses that I paid that with? Because technically we look at it and we say, well, if it's taxable when you get it, it's deductible when you give it back. Okay. Um, so, but at any rate, the uh, the piece of that is is that we collectively, as state state uh, groups of CPAs, kind of said, "Hey, look, this is an extraordinary circumstance. We believe that it would be good to allow people to double dip and say, okay, you get to have the no tax for the forgiveness of the loan, but you can still deduct those expenses that you paid with yeah. it, provided that they were, you know, they met the parameters of the program that they were in regards yeah. to." 
so it just allows me the opportunity to kind of get out in front of stuff. And then I share that with my clients. Hey, yeah. this is kind of some stuff that's coming up on the horizon. And here's how I think it's going to affect you. It helps you stay cutting edge, if, if nothing else. But I'm sure it does other things for you as well. But that seems to the thing that jumps out to me. Well, and it's great, too, because there's a bunch of people that are on that committee that are way smarter than I am. And I always like when I'm sitting there and I'm listening to some of these people talk, I'm always learning something that, again, I can turn into something for my clients and help them. Yeah navigate around a potential block well one of my questions and and you just answered was going to be that i know when you and i were talking way before this show we talked about how you help people with complex tax issues business solutions that sounds like one right there in the midst of what we're going through exactly it's very complex and people wouldn't think about that at all people didn't even know that it was something that we could help with i just i started to get my clients calling me and saying hey who helps me with this and i'm like hey I do. I'm your guy. You know, and that and that kind of helped us pivot. Yeah. You're listening to Bizberg. I'm your host, Mike Howard. We are in studio with Mike Radich of MGR CPA and Consultants. His website is MGRCPA.com. And the phone number is 412-503-4080. Mike, in our last minute, invite someone that's needing this kind of help to get in touch with you. I would encourage you to reach out to us. Uh, there's a no cost, no obligation conversation that we can have that allows us to give you an opportunity to interview us. We get an opportunity to interview I like you. That. Yeah, interview <laughs> interview the CPA. Right, yeah. and then can we provide you with value? And sometimes the answer is absolutely. Sometimes the answer is, you know, you might not necessarily need what we offer, and we try to be upfront about that. But there's really no risk to you. You come and talk to us. And if it makes sense, then we work together. And you do it with honesty, integrity, always. Absolutely. Did I nail that one? Uh, you did. That's perfect. <laughs> well, I was, uh, I was a little bit involved in putting the commercial together, so that makes it easy for me to remember things. Again, our guest has been Mike Radich of MGRCPA and Consultants, and the website is MGRCPA.com. The phone number is 412 503 Eight zero, Mike, great job. Appreciate you being in the studio with us. Hey, thank you. Happy to do it again sometime. And keep helping those Pittsburgh businesses all the way, will you? Like I the would. Penguins would. Right in the goal. Right in the goal. <laughs> all right. We'll see you next time right here on Bisberg.